The Guardian. Welcome to the Digested Read podcast. Today, John Crace digests Death Sentence by David Lodge, an elegaic tale of a retired professor of linguistics coming to terms with the onset of hearing loss. Famed for his comic campus novels, Lodge here tackles, in his characteristically digressive style, Professor Desmond Bates' struggles with ageing, mortality, and, of course, for this is a campus novel, late flowering lust sparked by a female student. Here's John's take on the book. I'm not sure why you bother. I didn't quite get that. I said, I suppose it's another campus novel. It's no fun being deaf especially when you're at a noisy gallery opening and your hearing aid isn't working. Blind people get sympathy. Deafies, like me, just get laughs. At least I hope so, as the book is stuffed with lame gags based on this kind of misunderstanding. Haven't you done this all before? Fred, short for Winifred, my wife, has just crossed the room, and I haven't a clue what she's just asked me. Who was that young woman by the door? She shouts. 1st of November, 2006. I seem to be now writing this book in diary form. I'm not sure why, as I could have just as easily have started the book in this way, but I suppose it suggests a certain literary spontaneity. Earlier that day, the phone had rung. Isn't this all a bit contrived? said a woman's voice. Can you speak up, please? I asked. You never arrived. It turned out to be the young American woman I'd met at the opening. Apparently she's called Alex, and I'd offered to help her with her thesis. I think I'll tell Fred about her later. 4th of November, 2006. Fred's gone out to work, so I'm sitting at home, wondering whether I need new batteries for my hearing aid. I get a whining sensation in my ear, and I feel an attack of the third-person narrative coming on. It seems to be this year's must-have fictional device, but it gives me the chance to fill you in on some backstory. Desmond Bates had taken early retirement from the University of Ur Lodge four years ago, when the linguistics and English departments had been merged. At first, the arrangement had worked well, allowing him to sprinkle the text with knowing references to Chomsky and Larkin, but now he had rather lost his sense of cross-purpose. What was the point of being deaf when there was no one around to misunderstand? Increasingly, he had found himself thinking about his first wife, Maisie, who had died of cancer, and his two children. But they weren't really very interesting, even to him, so he preferred to mine the comic pathos of his relationship with his 89-year-old father. 20th of November, 2006. I spent the day with my father. He's losing his memory somewhat, but he's still sentimentally grumpy. This is all getting rather twee, he said. I didn't quite get that, I replied. I wanted a pee, he hissed, but it's too late now because I've pissed myself. Growing old isn't much fun. 1st of December, 2006. I met Alex, and I confess I'm intrigued by her thesis on the semiotics of suicide notes. She's asked me to be her supervisor, and I know I should refuse but I've always found her current tutor, Butterworth, to be intensely annoying. And besides, I must admit to a frisson of excitement that she's asked me to spank her. You can call it love. You're a filthy old perv. It's amazing how many younger women want to have sex with much older men in campus novels.
Still, can't complain. 22nd of December, 2006. Fred shouted something from the bathroom. You could have a wank. She clearly wanted me to spank her. We hadn't been getting on that well. My father was coming for Christmas and I was still worried about Fred finding out about Alex, even though we'd done nothing as Butterworth had warned me she was a psycho. I could go into a lot more detail about this, but I won't detain you, as that plotline ends in an unsatisfying cul-de-sac. 5th of January, 2007. My father gasped his final words. That must have been his death sentence, Fred said, having waited 250 pages for that pun. I'm the one with the hearing problems. Have you farted? Yes, it is good to have catharsis, I replied, thrilled that Alex had conveniently gone back to America, that I had made my peace with my father, and that my first grandchild had been born. The Digested Read Digested. Wait for the audiobook. For more great downloads, go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.